I'm Mike Prowse and this is my solo travel podcast. In the battle between rationalism and credulity, I picked my side early. In play school, I demanded to see Father Christmas's passport and at Halloween, I refused to wear the ghost costume my parents had bought me, preferring to bob for apples dressed as the then president of the British Science Association, Sir Walter Bodmer. So it will come as no surprise when I say I don't believe in ghosts. If ghosts existed, someone would have made pornography with one. They haven't. I've checked. This edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by HorribleAncestors.com, the new name in genealogy. Rachel in Putney said, Thanks to HorribleAncestors.com, I found out my great-great-great-grandmother poisoned her entire family in a Birmingham tenement. Now I'm scared I might do the same. Most people's knowledge of ghosts comes from the television show Most Haunted, hosted by Yvette Fielding. What few people know is her reason for creating the show. Now, Yvette and I go way back. We had a drink last week, and she told me an interesting story. During a day's drinking in a Reading bar, not far from here in the late 90s, she lost her handbag. Now, perhaps Yvette was going through a rough patch, but she concluded it must have been taken by a ghost. On waking the following afternoon, she decided to hunt down the phantom and retrieve her handbag. She would visit every supposedly haunted house in Britain until she found the thieving ghost and would then demand the return of her property. Knowing this quest would require funding, Yvette leveraged her Blue Peter fame to pitch a new format to living TV, one which allowed her to seek out ghosts. The commissioner's only request was that the show be called Most Haunted and not Give Me Back My Bloody Bag with Yvette Fielding. Hearing this story, I was sceptical of course, but Yvette was convinced something unearthly happened at the Holiday Inn Reading and she suggested it might make a podcast. Its manager, Ben Spooky Stillwell, is already cashing in on its paranormal reputation, calling this place Britain's Most Haunted Hotel. Now, I like Yvette. I'm sorry about her bag, but she probably lost it. And as a rationalist, I cannot let this stand. Not only am I going to spend a night in this allegedly haunted hotel, I'm going to locate and destroy Yvette Fielding's missing handbag, in case it's a metaphor. This edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by HorribleAncestors.com. Victorian pimp or nonce from Manchester, we will track down your horrible ancestor. Put some DNA on a cloth and send it to Horrible Ancestors, the retail park, Epping. Murderous Earl, 
perverted lamplighter. Our disgraced history professor can't wait to discover your family's secret shame. I'm just unpacking and looking around the room there's not much to distinguish it from any other Holiday Inn apart from some of the fittings, which I assume are the work of Ben Spooky Stillwell. Gravestone toilet seat, human femur light fitting, fake blood all over the teas made. Ah, yep, there we have it, an English heritage blue plaque. Let's have a look. In this room, a ghost Nick Devet Fielding's bag. Now I have passing knowledge of the English Heritage blue plaque system. The phrasing is of course unusual, but I can also see the spacing between the Y and the V of Yvette is not the usual 9mm. Ben has foolishly opted for a sans serif font, and most tellingly, the plaque itself is a frisbee. I think I'd like to have a chat with this Ben Stillwell. I've not been this unimpressed since that stopover I had in Harare. My suitcase was not only lost, but Ryanair flatly denied that I had ever even owned one. And after two hours of phone calls and a 3,000 word text message, I proved that... Hello? I was aware of a presence in the room. There was a woman at the window, a pale, thin finger tapping on the glass. Her features were obscured by a long veil, and it was only as I backed out of the room I remembered. I was on the second floor. Slightly disturbed, I spent the evening researching the manager Ben Stilwell and his wife Linda. They had met studying psychology in Bristol. He wrote his thesis on the paranormal and gullibility, and after a conviction for fraud, the pair moved to Hollywood and worked for a time as special effects supervisors. So nothing suspicious. I'm taking some air in the car park to think about what I just saw. In recent years, the advent of big data has had quite an effect on the search for evidence of ghosts. Deep analysis of data sets tells us that 90% of people who claim to have seen the ghost of a loved one see it within eight hours of the funeral, and 92% of funeral buffets feature satay chicken sticks. Number-crunching supercomputers have linked these two facts and found that one ingredient common to all supermarket satay chicken sticks is prosamine, which when combined with the heightened stress hormones experienced in the aftermath of a bereavement can form a mild hallucinogen. Of course, there are people who say you can use endless correlations thrown up by big data to prove anything. But can it be a coincidence that 75% of people who think that buy supermarket own brand toothpaste? Yes. It's 2.20 in the morning and I think there's something in the wardrobe. Slowly I got up from the bed and made my way to where the sound seemed to be coming from. 
This edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by HorribleAncestors.com. We'll be really careful with your DNA and won't leave it at a crime scene. It's early evening of my second day at the hotel and I'm sitting out on the hotel terrace. I've picked up a leaflet in the foyer giving some background on the site's history. It says the manor that occupied this site was haunted by a Lady Daventry. In 1635, she stayed here en route from London to Stevenage, where she was attending the execution of a Papist badger. While sleeping that night, she was set upon by a local farmer, Eleanor Shush, who loathed the gentry because her crops had failed. After a brief fight, Lady Daventry lay dead. Luckily, the exertion proved fatal for Mrs Shush, who died minutes later. Immediately, the ghosts of the two women resumed their struggle, neither realising that they were now quite unable to kill each other. For decades they fought, until the ghost of Eleanor Shush reportedly got a bit bored of the whole thing and disappeared. The leaflet says that to this day, Lady Daventry can be seen, thirsty for revenge, appearing at windows, hunting for the ghost of Mrs Shush, desperate to continue their posthumous punch-up. According to this leaflet, parish records relate that in 1932 a delivery man was accosted by Lady Daventry by the lake. She howled that in her spectral form she had nowhere to carry a weapon and that she wanted to take this bitch out once and for all. Now I question the language there, but the implication seems to be that the ghost of Lady Daventry might be quite tempted to steal a handbag. No, I'm a journalist and a rational man. I met Ben and Linda Stilwell at reception. I put it to them that the blue plaque was fake, that the clanking of chains in my room was in fact the mechanism which dropped the window-cleaning platform outside my room, on which Linda Stilwell masqueraded as Lady Daventry, and that they had seized on Yvette Fielding's drunken handbag confusion to create a fake, spooky tourist destination. The pair of them wept, but not out of shame. Slowly, they both pointed behind me, and there... On the floor of the corridor was a handbag, and walking slowly towards it was a veiled figure in white. I said at the start of this programme that I was a rational man. Rather than shrink from the sight, I ran towards it and grabbed the bag from the floor. Who are you? I asked the ghostly woman. Tearing back the veil, It said, I am Yvette Fielding, now give me back my bloody bag. 
The ineradicable feeling of doom and evil I experienced in the lobby was not supernatural. The sense of dread simply emanated from the Stillwell's fear of being effectively enslaved by Yvette Fielding. The bag was never lost. In a bid to create a lucrative most haunted tourist attraction, she had concocted the whole thing, bullying the Stillwells into submission, taking over their hotel and forcing them to play along with her ghostly bag theft scam and using me to drum up publicity. As she fled, I shouted after her that she was simply the most shameful Blue Peter presenter ever. Worse than the one who did coke. This edition of the Mike Browse Solo Travel Podcast is sponsored by HorribleAncestors.com Full refund if it turns out it's Hitler. I'm back at home now, the horrors of Reading's Holiday Inn behind me. In the melee as I left, I picked up Yvette Fielding's handbag and will make good on my pledge to destroy it. This is Mike Prowse signing off.